Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode four of the Lions Den podcast. Back at it again. I got it. From Sarasota, Florida. Beautiful sunny day outside. It's nice Dímelo, and breezy. Gente. Okay. <laughs> How you doing, Jose? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm uh, just chilling. Just yeah, chilling. that's right. You know, living the quarantine life. Living the quarantine life. Just it's getting, also real. Getting on know, through this. It's also real going through it. It is. Um, In such a short amount of time, a lot has kind of just progressed lot. and evolved with very short notice and so, kind of adapting to that societal standard of, you know, now we have to stay in, yeah, right? And yeah. the society standard usually, hey, go out, you know? Right. And go so some fresh air, go socialize. Right, exactly. So, so yeah, it's, you know, getting used to it and seeing if, you know, one morning we'll wake up and it's, hey, boom, there's a cure. And there you go, you know, and things will slowly start to, just as quick as it came, I feel like it'll go away just as quick, but... We'll see. I hope so. I, I hope, hope so. so. Yeah. A, lot, a, lot of, a lot of countries and cities, families hitting, getting hit very, yeah. very hard. Yeah. So I hope uh, that comes um, that comes around soon. Um, we are your hosts. I'm JR. We got Jose co-hosting as well. If this is your first time listening to The Lion's Den, welcome. Um, appreciate, you, appreciate you guys for uh, coming through and clicking on us and, and listening. Um Share it with your friends, share it with your family. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy this episode and, and go back to our previous episodes and listen to what we've spoken about before. Go check so. us out. Listen, listen to us just rambling about random yeah. things. And if you're still here with us, thank you again for being a loyal fan and continuing to uh, listen with us on episode four. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Want to talk about tech today? Yeah, why not? Let's talk about tech. Let's talk about tech. <laughs> All right. Uh, cell phones. What was your first cell phone? Uh, I mean, my first cell phone was just like this generic Sprint flip phone. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, you being the older one, there was a watch it. You had longer watch it, longer exposure, and longer time with kind of the beginning of tech to what it has become today. Yeah, I think mine was right in the middle of that threshold of like no touchscreens exist to overnight. Touchscreen phones exist. Yeah. Whereas it evolved, you, it evolved super fast. Correct. Where you might have had a couple of years where touchscreen wasn't even a thing, and then you were able to see it evolve into what a touchscreen was. Yeah. I went from a phone not having touchscreen to immediately a phone having touchscreen a very short amount of time. That's crazy. Yeah, my first phone um, was through Virgin, Virgin Mobile. Oh, man. Um, and it was a slide-up phone, and... You didn't have to slide it up, and it was a rel- relatively large screen yeah. that it had, but it wasn't touchscreen, right? It had the four buttons at the bottom, mm. and uh, if you wanted to answer, you could answer just pressing on the answer button right there on the screen. Nice. Uh, but if you wanted to use the, um, the camera or the speakerphone, you had to slide up, and that would also reveal the keyboard. Oh, okay, okay. So it was pretty cool. Like, made, I made some friends jealous, that yeah. is for sure. <laughs> Um, and it was just your standard prepaid phone. You know what I mean? Hey, can I borrow your phone? Nah, sorry, no credit. Or no, nah, right. I'm watching my minutes. You right. know what I mean? I'm not on. <laughs> How old are you when you when you got this phone? Uh, probably like 15, 16. You buy it yourself? Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice After nice. like saving from working oh, for, for, sure. for Wendy's. Yeah. God bless them. <laughs> um, yeah. After saving some some hard some hard saving, right? Uh, I was able to afford it to buy it, and then because it was credit you know based like like minute based yeah you had to um, watch out I had to pay a little bit extra for 
double minute weekends and things like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I don't miss those times. Yeah, or only call landlines. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And from a certain time window. And then uh, I went to Sprint, got a phone through them. I can't remember what phone I got. Oh no, wait, I still have it. It's right here in the closet. Of course it is. It's the, it's the one that is the, um, it was Samsung's response to the Razer. It never became mm, as popular. Mm, mm, mm. But one aspect that I love about it is it is a flip phone. So very thin considering how you know thick the phones were back then. And when you open the phone, right there where the hinge of the screen and the keyboard is, there's the camera, but you can rotate it. Uh, forwards or backwards so it could be a front-facing camera i think i remember that or you could scroll it right and kind of push it and rotate it so that it can become a rear camera right Uh, and it had a screen built in on the outside as well the phone could be used as an mp3 so pay like 500 dollars for that phone uh because i didn't want to be on a contract so i just bought it outright um and i was with sprint and i remember paying extra so that my Unlimited minutes will kick in at seven instead of nine. Of course, baller. Yeah, there is a whole a whole strategy behind it. Oh my god! Without having to pay, pay that it. extra extra money. Yeah, waiting for the weekend and all right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. The the only reason why I even had a phone at like I want to say how old are you when you get into sixth grade middle school? I, f- I forget. Like seven, eight. I don't know. You're not eight years old when you get oh, into middle never school. Never mind. I don't know. You don't know how old you are when you go into sixth grade? I don't. All right. So I think it's like 12, I want to say, or 13. Um, the only reason why I had a phone then, and my I parents... I was 21 when I went to middle school. My parents bought it, was because I was walking home from school. So this flip phone was... Well, I was walking home to school and from school. And this flip phone was kind of this whole emergency only and nothing more. Um, I don't even think I ever texted people off of it. I don't think it could text. Like, I could do, like, the T9, but I couldn't, like... Actually, like the phone would not text people. I didn't, it wasn't did in my your, plan. Did your parents buy you the phone that only had two buttons? No, they didn't. Mommy or daddy? No, that little green one. I know what you're talking about. It was like a tiny little green one, and like it was. Oh, I don't know. Oh, there's like this little green one that came out, and it was for kids, and it How only you called because it? it had solid commercials. That's what you had. Yeah, because it and it calls. Um, it calls uh, your mom, your dad, and nine one one, and that's it. <laughs> I remember seeing what about it. Grandma? Yeah, never had it, but um, no, they bought me this phone. It was only for phone calls. Uh-huh. Um, I broke it when I went to Bush Gardens. It fell from the top of one of the little like jungle gym things. It was in my pocket oh, my, and my out? and my super cool cargo shorts. Nice. And they uh, fell out, uh, and then the phone snapped in half when I hit the ground. Um, after that, didn't have a phone for about eight months, yeah. and my friend sold me his BlackBerry on Metro PCS. And let me tell you, that was a game changer. That full tech tactile keyboard, like, yeah. you know, and being able to go on Facebook on it, like have access the web and that little scroll wheel on it. Um, I had that BlackBerry for probably three years until I think when I turned 14 or 15, I think I'll say 15 uh-huh. um, or 14, I bought my uh, iPhone 4S. Oh, wow. Uh, or 4. It was just an iPhone 4. I bought it from Virgin Mobile when they finally started carrying iPhones. Um, and I bought it full price from them for $500, $550, That was probably the happiest moment in my life. Yeah. From a user and just yeah. like tech lover standpoint mm-hmm. uh, was when the new, when the iPhone was announced. Yeah. Back in 07. Yeah. And I remember watching the keynote and what Steve Jobs was saying just made no sense. Mm. What do you mean is mm-hmm. an iPod with right. touch screen controls? And web and browser. Full web browser. Yeah. 
in a phone, like Apple coming out with a phone. Right. What the heck? Like, right. no one's going to buy that. Yeah. Look at BlackBerry. Like, that's what phones should be. Mm-hmm. And a lot of companies were imitating that. You know yeah. what I mean? They were going with a little bit bigger screens, but it was all essentially the same. A physical keyboard. The keyboard was either, you know, it would slide out from the side, from the top, from the bottom. You could attach it, or but it was there, physical. Right. Um, and I even had, before the iPhone, I had a... Um, What's the name? But it was an HP brand, and it was a PDA, like a personal organizer. Palm? Uh, no, oh. it, it was HP. Okay. But it had a stylus and everything, and it, and it was running a uh, early version of Windows XP Mobile. Mm. Um, and that was super advanced. Right. You know what I mean? Friends, family that saw me with that thing, they're like, oh, my God, what is that thing? That's from the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then when the iPhone came out uh, and, I, and I saw the, the keynote where they uh, revealed the first iPhone, and I, I was just completely mind blown um and just really blown away by the the tech and you know he kept emphasizing and he went over it again like you get it this is one device when i'm talking about three different types of you know breakthrough technology right uh so i remember sending in line and i went to at&t because that was the um carrier that had the the only one like the exclusivity right for, for launch and uh, and I got it uh, a little bit over five hundred. Paid cash for it because subsidy wasn't an option. Nice. Um, no, it was, and that was with the subsidy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I think the phone was like eight or nine hundred. Something like that. Yeah. Which is um, which is a lot of money right up front. Yeah. So I absolutely loved it, and then very few people had the iPhone early on in the beginning, so people would ask tons of questions, like if they see sell you, uh pulling the device out and kind of playing on it. They will see you, uh, and th- they will be intrigued to find out. It, it doesn't really work like they say they do. Um, I kind of miss that. I feel like technology has evolved to a point where now the evolution of a phone, a TV, a computer, a tablet, it's more to kind of build on top of what it already is. But I feel like we haven't been able to just tech as, a, as an industry hasn't been able to go past a whole revolution where now technology that you wouldn't think of comes out for consumer level. Yeah. You know what I mean? When yeah. the iPhone came out, it was completely revolutionary and it literally changed not just how we uh, we expect of phones, but industries that were impacted by it. Yeah, and how we communicate you, with each other. Exactly. Print media, how we conduct business, how you know Instagram, Facebook, like all of that is a thing now because of the evolution that the iPhone kind of opened up um, and a, a lot of people lost their jobs because everything went from physical media to now being digital so a lot has changed for good and for bad um, technology and I feel like this applies to anything anything used in large amounts um, is bad for you yeah right? for sure technology can be empowering and technology right now is allowing us to do this and have fun um, but it can also be, you know, overused. Yeah. Right. The, so the phone actually was four ninety nine for the four gig and five ninety nine for the eight gig. Oh my! And that was before subsidiary contracts, because when the three G came out, it was only one ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. And two ninety nine. Yeah. So yes, they were yeah six hundred dollars in two thousand seven. Was a uh, that's a lot, lot of, money. of money for a phone. That's a lot of especially money, especially when the majority of the industry at that time never saw a phone more than just a phone, just call, right. yeah, barely any texting, if yeah. that. 
Um, Play but Snake that's, and that's crazy. Uh, go through your contacts. That's I remember my, my brother got the 3G because of the subsidiary contracts. So mm-hmm. he got it for the two, two nine, yeah. one ninety, uh, one ninety nine, I think. Yeah. Um, and that was my first exposure to iPhone. Yeah. That's what made me. I mean, my brother was like the like gateway to video games, to technology, to uh, uh, I would say like that early 2000s genre. Yeah. So if you, if you, if you put early 2000s in a box, the only reason why I'm impacted and am so close to it is because of my brother. Mm. He had the first Xbox. He had the iPhone 3G. He listened to that early 2000s music. He dressed like super early 2000s. Like (laughs) that whole vibe and that whole mantra, I relate to it so much mainly because of my brother. So being exposed to the iPhone was because of him really. I mean, Mm. I was super young. I think I was like nine years old in 2007. Um, So seeing that, I was like, well, this is cool. I want my own. And the 4S comes out and I get that on Virgin Mobile. And I'm like, yo, this is it. Like, I'm in, I'm in my, uh, I'm in it. Like, I have my iPhone. Right. I'm in the ecosystem, you know. Um, and then <laughs> after that, I remember getting an iPod Touch um, and having that. But uh, I think I had it like a little bit after my iPhone four. But I had my iPhone four for years and years and years. That's crazy. It was. It was. I mean, I don't. I don't know what happened to it. To be honest, I, I think, don't know if it broke. I don't think. I, I know I definitely didn't sell it. I think it broke. I think it ended up breaking. But it's. It was definitely a pivotal moment in my teenage because well, Instagram yeah. was first starting up too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh man, I, I can." Uh, no, I had an iPod Touch. Then bought my iPhone. Was happy to get rid of my iPod Touch. Sold it, uh-huh. and I was like, "Finally, I have my phone and everything in one. I don't have to carry my iPod and my phone now." Um, but Instagram was first coming up at the time too. So like that was the whole like, "Oh, take pictures of everything, of your food, of literally everything you find, and post it on your Instagram profile." Uh, and it was just crazy, crazy moment, crazy moment in my life. I remember when I got the first iPhone, obviously there was no app store, right? Right. And you still had a bunch of options that you normally wouldn't get on a phone. Or if you did, these were like full-blown apps, you know what I mean? Or programs, because apps weren't a thing yet. Right. Um, And it's like, oh my God, all these features. I would never use all this stuff. Yep. You know what I mean? And, And now when you mention it, four gigs, that's what I got, four gigs of storage. And that's insane. It's just so mind-blowing to, think about, to think about how much it has changed. But that's phones. What about computers? Uh, computers? Oh, I'll tell you this. So my brother, again, with the whole computers, my <laughs> brother was the foundation of that. So he had this Dell notebook. And I'm not going to lie. It was like, in my opinion, before the MacBook, the perfect laptop. Mm-hmm. I think it was 13 inches, mm-hmm. but it was gray and white. Mm-hmm. And it was very sleek. Very minimal, not crazy. It had that big, thick black battery like every laptop had in the back that protruded. But the body itself was this perfect size and this perfect thickness, and it just it felt good. It was a no, it was called a notebook because it was like the size of a, essentially a notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why they're called that. But I, it felt perfectly in my hand, and I loved it. And when he got his new laptop, he gave me that. So I think I had that for five years probably on top of the five years that he had it for. So I had that for the longest time ever. And then it got to a point where Windows XP wouldn't upgrade anymore. It was ridiculously slow. And I just gave it to a friend at that point. Mm. Like it it barely worked. And he's like, I'll take it. I'm like, cool, do what you want with it. But it barely functions now. And then after that, I don't think I got a laptop ever again. Mm. Yeah. Until I went to school for college. Oh, you you kind of need it. And they gave me my MacBook. Well, yeah. You kind of have to have that at that point. Right. But um, that was it. I didn't have a whole lot of computers growing up. I And I didn't either, too, because we were pretty poor growing up. Yeah. Um, very humble beginnings. Um, 
So once I got older and I started getting into graphic design and things like that, of course, all of that is digital. So you need equipment, um, a computer that you can sit you know, right. at your desk and work on it. Laptops, unless you went with something super expensive or you switched to Apple, mm. um, you couldn't just go out, you know, someone in high school, just go out and out of their pocket, afford to buy yeah. it, you know, something uh, full price. Just like, yeah, sure, I'll take it. A couple thousand dollars, no big deal. Right. Um, I couldn't do that, right? I didn't have that luxury. So I started building my own PCs, and I built a Hackintosh, um, downloaded Photoshop, and... You built uh, a what? A Hackintosh. What's a Hackintosh? So it's a PC that runs the Mac OS operating system. Wow. Um, Never heard of that. No? No. That's awesome. So I used to build my own PCs, and then got into gaming, and then I got into other aspects of everything kind of related around the same kind of like realm of mm -hmm. technology. Um, but it got to the point where I was like, you know, like I want the real thing. <laughs> so I remember going to Best Buy and Sony had their bio line of computers. Oh, yeah. So I went to Best Buy and I was like, hey, I have $2,500 that I've been saving for the longest time. I am either going to switch to a Mac and start, you know, learning a new operating system. Or I am going to stay with what I know, what feels comfortable. And, but, but upgrade, right? I needed a new computer and it was, you know, I needed the performance of a new computer, et cetera. So Sony had, well, they convinced me to buy um, the, the, the salesperson. They're like, no, you need to see this Sony Bio. It's the best we have at Best Buy right now. And it's portable and it came with all these accessories. And okay, well, what about the MacBook? Oh, you just get the laptop and a charger. I was like, oh. It kind of sounds better, better yeah. deal to go with this. Plus, I know the operating system, so why switch? You're like, yeah, no, no, trust me, this is so much better than the Mac. I wow. was like, all right, I believe you. So I went ahead and, and got it. And even though with my knowledge of knowing how to build a computer inside and out, change graphics card, change processors, uh, updates, troubleshooting, all of that, I was able to only get three years and a half out of that $2,500 PC. Wow. And after that, I was like, I'm done. Never coming back. So, especially once I saw, once I got my hands on the first iPhone, my computer was already giving up at that point. And I was like, if Apple, Apple's computers are running this smooth, like if this is how smooth the phone runs, and that was the first iPhone that we're talking about. Yeah. So I was thinking, if their operating system and their products are as solid and stable as this phone, I'm switching. Right? So I got a used MacBook Pro 17-inch. It was the first unibody model. Um, heavy. I still have it. I think it's laying somewhere in my closet. I don't want to let go because of the sentimental value. Yeah. But um, I got that one and stole Photoshop on it, and I absolutely loved it. And and Seven, it was it seventeen was second, inch. Yeah, seventeen inch, wow. and it was second hand, and I still got a, a good amount of years. Wow. Um, I only skipped one phone. I think it was the three G that I skipped. Okay. Um, so you went from iPhone to four or three GS. So. First iPhone, 3G, yeah. and then 4, 4S, and then every single one after that. Wow. Um, and I was doing the, the subsidy. So every two years was my upgrade. You know what I mean? Um, and then when the option to upgrade annually came out, I was like, I am on board. Of course. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, see, I didn't have much exposure like that to technology just because I wasn't old enough to buy technology. I didn't have to I didn't have a job to buy technology like when it was like that. So when I ended up getting a job and all that, I mean the 4S was out by then and technology was at a much more stable place by then, you know. Um so it's For sure. you know. 
So very limited experience on a lot of technology, other than what my brother gave to me and what he decided <laughs> right. to give to me. He was the gateway to all of yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I had a CD player that was like one of my most favorite things. Walking around with a CD player and headphones, popping my CDs <laughs> in and out of that thing, listening to with music, anti shock on, yep. burning your battery. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> before that, he got, before he got his iPod, iPod, of course. Um, I mean, I went from a CD player to then obviously the iPod, and I took his iPod with me everywhere, and really? I babied that thing like no tomorrow. I believe it. Yeah. And then he got the PSP, and then I took his PSP everywhere with me, and I babied that thing everywhere. So it was cool because although he was older than me, he did allow me to experience these things as if they were mine. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, hey, this is mine. You can't touch it. Yeah. It was a, hey, as long as you take care of it, go ahead. And he let me deal with his Xbox. I could go into his room and play Xbox whenever mm-hmm. I wanted. doesn't matter if he was home or not. See, with, with, with me, it was exactly what you explained. It wasn't for you. With me, my brother being um, almost ten, ten years older yeah, than me, yeah, same boat. It was, uh, it was that uh, this is mine. You don't touch it. Wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had to keep my distance from all of it. So um, yeah, when he bought he bought the Xbox 360 when it first came out, uh-huh. and he got pimp my ride with it, and it was just <laughs> this like it like all of it was just all the exposure was just directly through him for everything. That's crazy. For everything. That's, that's really cool that you have that. Yeah, and that that kind of sparked my interest <clears throat> into more tech. Yeah. So obviously from there I was just I was bought in. Once yeah. I got my job, once I got my money, I was like, that's it. I'm gonna get a, enough a phone I want. I'm gonna get a laptop I want, right? I mean we had our family computer, and that's I think that's why I never really bothered buying a laptop. Right. Because we had a family desktop that I could do everything on if I needed to. Yeah. Um but yeah. So cool story. Uh or at least I think it is. Um <laughs> growing up I used to admire DJs and how they used mm. to mix music live. Like how the hell do they do it? Okay. Right with um, with like actual records and turntables yeah. and the whole aspect of mi- mixing music, yeah, like the live. actual vinyl. So it's like, how do they do it, right? So I started learning a little bit about it, and this is when I was like seven or eight years old. So I took this class in school that was around electronics and light bulbs and just like basic, like grabbing a radio putting it apart, seeing what's inside, how mm. it works, components that make it work, etc. So I was like, what if I try to build my own mixer? Because I, I can't afford to buy a mixer, right? Yeah. So I had a Walkman, Sony Walkman, that I got as a birthday gift when I was uh, like six. Uh, also baby that thing for the longest time. Uh, and then I borrowed a friend, no, my uncle's, mm. my uncle's Walkman. So I had mixtapes of music recorded on them, and then I built a um, mixer out of broken radio and broken TV parts. My dad taught me how to solder things together. Oh, wow. So I would pull, pull these pieces out, transistors and knobs and all that kind of stuff, and switches. And so I, I found a um, shoebox where I kind of stole it from my parents' uh, closet. And I mounted everything onto that. And I remember mm. it, it would heat up because obviously not the right components were there. So it would heat up and start smoking and I would like start freaking out and unplugging everything <laughs> so that I wouldn't, <laughs> you know, turn the house up in flames. Um, but yeah, that, that was awesome. And that got me into that, into that aspect of technology. You know what I mean? That's crazy. So um, growing up, I was able to found, buy my own mixer, my own set, and then I DJ for, for events. Uh, small events uh, here and there while I was in high school, and that helped me generate some side cash to pay for books or pay for clothes or shoes or whatever it is that I wanted. Wow. Um, so I got into that as well. 
Yeah, it was fun. That's I still, crazy. I still enjoy it. Yeah, you had more of a uh, hustle to be able to achieve your yeah. electronics than I did. Yeah, it was more of a DIY in the beginning. Correct, right? Yeah, <laughs> DIY to then have to you know work my way up and and yeah. and save this money to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my case, really, the only money I had to really save up for was the four um, mm. because I couldn't, I didn't have credit to get a uh, right like a contract. So Virgin Mobile was prepaid, so I had to save up for the four there. But after that, I had the four enough to work to the point where I could get like a six, and then I joined a family member's. Um, I joined a family member's uh, cell phone plan, sample, nice. cell phone plan, and I got uh, that was a blessing. Uh, right yeah, then. yep. I got a six, and then after that, I got a six S plus. Nice. And then I think I had a yeah, I had a seven. I had the red seven. When that red seven came out, I freaked <laughs> out because red was my favorite color at the time. And then I got the red seven. Um, did I? I got the eight plus. Yeah. Product red. Yeah, I got that eight plus because I didn't want to get rid of the home button yet at the time. Yeah, yeah. but I remember once I was older, um, I wanted to buy the iPod, the iPod Classic with yeah. the click wheel. Yeah, I and it was the, yeah. the the one that was like a space gray in the front and silver in the back. That's the one my brother. That's the one my that's brother the had. One. Yeah, I got it. I ended up returning it because I had the iPhone. Mm, right, and I, I was buying it towards the uh, end of the life cycle of the iPod uh, Classic. Uh, and I ended up returning it. I didn't find a purpose for it. Like I found like accessing my my music was so much faster and more seamless or, you know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. a, just a better overall experience on the iPhone than it was to have a separate device dedicated for that that requires syncing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Do yeah. you remember when the iPod Nanos came out and they had a camera on it? That was dope. I had that. Yeah. And that was my only source of like video and photography. <laughs> I loved that thing. And then it got stolen. We were, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the one that came out that was square, and you could put mount it onto, onto like a the watch, watch band. Yeah, I had that. Remember that? Yep. That and then you would so just go cool. to clock. You'd go to the clock app exactly. on it and wear it like a watch. Man, yeah. Feel like you're at top of the world. Yeah, yeah. Some really cool products. Yeah, it's crazy. It really is. Um, but hey, you know, it's all memories. It's all things to, to kind of enjoy at the time and, and, and see how, how far everything has come and kind of what we use technology for today compared to what we couldn't do back then. Correct. Yeah. How we use it today. Like back then it was like cool to have. Right. You know what I mean? Like, hey, but now oh, you what kind do. of phone do you have? Oh, damn. Okay. That's badass. But now it's like, you know, a, a lot of companies are doing very similar things with their tech. Um, but every single one of them is trying to kind of edge the other one out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, okay, what what are we coming up with? Is is it going to be a feature that is here to stay, or is it more of a gimmick? Right, like buying a phone with a camera that has a hundred gigs, a hundred gigs, a hundred megapixel for their camera. Yeah, when eight megapixels and a good image processor is more than enough. You know right. what I mean for everyday use. Um, the thing is, the technology is just so accessible now. It is. That everyone can get their hands on it. Like Absolutely. it's not expensive to yeah. manufacture. It's not expensive to get, and and so that's why you see all these companies just put out phones like it's nobody's business, and like they have fifteen, twenty different phones in their line. because yeah. let's make one super cheap. Let's make one super expensive. Yeah. But then someone else has a better idea, and they do this, and that's why they yeah. have like fifty different phone companies making all of these phones, and you know, so many versions of it. Right. 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 Um, so much fragmentation, right, right, when it comes to mm-hmm. to that and, and updates and things like that. So, yeah. um, absolutely, technology has has definitely changed and impacted many many industries, um, for both for good and for bad. Right, you know, we as users 
demand things to be done super fast and, and so we want it right away and we want it to be accurate and we want it to be this and to be that. But I don't know that everyone understands everything that, that goes in the, into creating something like that. Um, there's a lot of work and a lot of people kind of working long hours to make something happen. Yeah, I had a, I had a close family friend tell me before, and I, I apply this to a lot of things, is he calls this generation the microwave generation. Yeah. And it's because if you think of like, he took the example of making a pizza, right? Yeah. If you think of how a traditional pizza is made, it's made in a brick oven. Right, you have to wait for the oven to get to a certain temperature. Once it's set to a certain temperature, you have to knead the dough, do the whole process, right? Yeah. Prepare the pizza, and then put it in. Wait for it. Wait for it to rise. Twist it around. Yeah. There's this whole elaborate process, right? Or you can go to the store, buy a frozen pizza, pop it in your microwave, and you have it in a minute. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's like, which one's going to be better quality in the end? You know. Right. And this generation right. is, you know, that microwave generation of we want everything now. We don't. We, we don't want to wait. You know what I mean? I would say it's more of a, an app generation. And what sense? Like, In the sense that you, can, you have an app for everything. Well, that's what I mean. But, but the foundation of it is that. It sure. Is the, yeah, the, the thought process. The thought process yeah. is we want it now. We don't want to yeah. wait. Um, again, now where we are, right? There are a lot of apps that are powerful yeah. that can make something that seems like a whole team built it, right? Right. Um, but if you really do compare things, right, whether it be photography, whether it be video games, whether it yeah. be music, um, or in your personal life, if you really think about what's worth it, right, the one that takes the amount of work, much more work, mm-hmm. or the one that you can get it instantly, right? What's right. going to be the the better gratification? Exactly. Like, would you rather have a high gratification or an instant gratification? And you can have that, it now, but it's not going to be as good as if you had to wait. I was going to say the quality of the product. The quality, right. right. Right? And be it food, music, art, doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so it's that instant gratification type of mentality. Yeah. Where I want it, I want it now. Um, I don't care how you get it. Correct. <laughs> and that's why I think the whole culture of the artisan type of, you know, either food or soap or yes, whatever, you yes. know what I mean? People don't mind paying extra for you to take your time to put your attention and, and focus and detail Correct. into creating something, into crafting something uh, that resembles how things used to be yeah. before, you know what I mean? Technology kind of took over everything yeah. in every aspect. Mm-hmm. You have people and brands that get more traffic and more revenue or exposure through a social media platform than by having an actual store open, a physical location. Because if I, if you only have one location and it's just your small restaurant, you and your wives, but I live on the other side of the world, how am I going to visit and be and know about you? But if you have a website where I can order and then you, you, I can follow you on social media, then there you go. You have access to to my, you know what I mean, my capital. Right. You know? Right. So, absolutely. Technology yeah. is a topic that will continue to evolve uh, as time goes by. Yeah. Um, I love it where it's at. I, yeah. I, I consider myself super lucky to be able to not only be here, be present as all this technology evolves, but mm. also be able to kind of get my hands on it and own some of it. Mm. Um, and just from an aspect of, minimalism and I love technology but I don't buy it just because I used to long time ago whatever was new I will go and buy it no matter Um, what exactly like oh my god this is all I gotta have it you know what I mean but then you realize that if it's not adding any value to your life if it's not serving a purpose um, do you really need it why invest is it is it more a want or is it a really you know really a need that you have Um, so I love the idea of being able to just kind of my phone and not upgrade until it's completely necessary yeah but my 
tech loving side <laughs> cannot wait for the next phone so that I can upgrade again. I think my phone is the only thing that I'm willing to I want the newest one. Same. You know same. the benefit about video games at least is that that's every five or six years. Right. I get my use out of my video game console. Yeah. I mean think about it, you're paying five hundred dollars, divide that over six years, that yes. is nothing. You're getting right. your money's worth in that, yeah. you know? But if video games ever do, and I hope they don't, if consoles ever get to a yearly rotation, I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't no, do that. No, and the thing it just is doesn't make sense. I think Sony is the one that was um, working on... Uh, yeah, no, I saw it on their presentation mm. for the PS5, how they would like to have chipset or the intelligence inside the machine to read previous generations. Right. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. Previous generation uh, games. And then if you go to a digital platform, which Xbox is, is doing with one version of their console, whereas uh, there's no disc, right? It right. is all digital download. So it doesn't age. It's just they're kind of like forever. Yeah. But I will say my gaming console and my phone, I'm okay upgrading as soon as the next generation Correct. comes out. Right. Yeah. Everything else I don't really need. Yep. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, good, good chat, ch- man. Good chat, man. For sure. Good chat. This Thanks for good. stopping by. <laughs> To all of our listeners out there, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Lions Den Podcast. Uh, Lions Den SRQ, the Lions Den Social Club is a whole brand that we're trying to build here. Yeah. So we're counting on you guys to subscribe and uh, recommend these podcasts to a friend or someone that you know. Yeah. Uh, we're still in the midst of the quarantine. <laughs> we still have big question mark on what's next. Yeah. Um, can't wait to see so, where yeah. this goes. Correct. How we all end up on the other side, but you know, we are all in this together. We're all experiencing this quarantine yeah. inside of the house. Uh, this life. one is not optional. Yeah, this one's not optional. We're all in this together. So um, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Instagram. Take care.